Welcome to the Walk on the Podcast, the Walk on the Podcast, the Walk on the Podcast Show. Podcast. Ready? Yep. Hello and welcome to the Walk on the Podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to answer some questions from you guys. And we're going to do that right now. This is a question and answer episode of the Walk and Love podcast. We're so thankful that you are listening. Um, we have the ability to take your recorded questions, and so we answer those occasionally. But today is also a very special day. Today mm. is Brooke's birthday. Happy birthday to you, the love of my life. Thank you. Brooke Renee, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How I'm old? now suddenly embarrassed that it's my birthday. <laughs> how old are you? 33. 33. And 33? You, and I love you so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm making eye contact while I say that. Yes. So you're getting embarrassed and flustered and a little teary-eyed, which yep. I love even more. Yep. Today's your birthday. And we decided we would release some t-shirts today. So yes. there are two designs available that I think really speak to Brooke in a deep way. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're available right now. They will only be available today and tomorrow. So they're so good. If you want one, so pick good. one up. And so uh, good. yeah, so that's it. It's Brooke's birthday. We're going to answer some of your questions. Um, but Brooke, I'm very thankful for you. And mm. I love that you're in my life. And I just appreciate so much about you. Gee, thanks. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Question number one. Hey, guys, this is Melissa from Auburn, California. Um, I have loved hearing about your family traditions, such as filling stockings for each other at Christmas and um, your birthday walls. And I'm curious if you have any other traditions. I'm sure you do, but would you share them with us? Thank you guys. So I love this question. So the question is very, very accurately asked today because it is your birthday. Oh yes. And so one thing that we do in our family is called the birthday corner. And this is a corner of our house that is decorated for whoever the birthday person is. Mm -hmm. And so we, whoever, like, so on my birthday, Brooke will stay up the night before and decorate this corner on her birthday. I'll stay up the night before and decorate it for her birthday. Yep. And it will be a place when you turn the corner in our house, you'll see it and it's yeah. a surprise and it it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily an expensive thing or a big thing. It's just a it's decoration just to a just like honor you yeah. and your big day. And it usually stays up for about a week, sometimes a lot longer when we don't get to it. <laughs> um and it's just a way to celebrate and just, you know, celebrate the day. And yeah. so we do it for our kids. We do it for each other. Um, and, and I'm excited to continue to do it for our kids yes. as they become more well, aware of yeah. the tradition of it and that mm-hmm. they can go to bed the night before and wonder what it's going to be. And yeah. yeah, it's just a way it just kind of brings like a Christmas morning element to your birthday. Um, yeah, that's because, a good way. Of, you know, it's just like it, it adds excitement and, and yeah. So for us, it's a it. little corner. Um, it's probably, I don't know, the walls, maybe not even like two, a three, two feet, two long, feet yeah. or three feet corner, like, and it's perfect. And we've seen other people start to take yes, this tradition, which is really cool. And part of their kitchen. And we would just recommend it. Like, I think it's just a way to like honor and, and celebrate the person in your life that you love so much. Yeah. Um, and to do it every year and to have photos of year in and year out. Yeah. And it's just really cool. It so is. that's one thing that she mentioned, the birthday corner. The other it, thing she mentioned was the stockings, <laughs> which we started doing this before, Before kids, we had yeah. kids, I early think. on in our marriage, um, so it started so randomly. It did. Obviously, we love Target. That's like not new information yeah. if you follow me. Um, but we decided to go shopping for stockings for each other with a set. Like we were each we do, allowed to spend we do fifty bucks. You know, spend the same amount on each other. 
but we go shopping at the same time in the same Target. Yep. And you try not to run into the other person and let them see what's in your cart. Yep. And it is both terrifying and so fun. And it's now gotten more fun because now the kids we, each, are we each take a kid with us yeah. in our cart. So we're also shopping for, you know, and the then, other kids stocking as well. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, we do it every year. It's so silly. Um, it is silly. And like, well, we make the same jokes every year. Like, let me just, here, I'll carry your bags for you. Let me just carry that bag inside for you. Like, yeah. you know, it's the same joke. <laughs> we know it's coming. What's in uh, it? We act like we're trying to look, even though we're really not. I would never I look. I would look in a second. You would. Yeah. I never would. I would um, never do that and intentionally ruin it. And so it limits what we can put in each other's stockings because we're basing it off one store. But it. And, and the budget. Yeah, yeah. but it, we love it. Actually, I think last year we did 30 bucks. I think we've done 50 or 30. It yeah, it changes depending. Um, you know, but it's just super fun. And so that's just, yeah, we shop for our stockings in the same store at the same time. And we love it. Yeah. And actually we've run into people like one time we ran into, like we ran into a friend at separate times in the store and they were just like, I ran into him second. They were like, oh, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. saw Brooke. <laughs> are you guys here together? And I'm like, well, we are. But where did you see her? Because I need to go find her. <laughs> One time that. you thought I left the store. I literally could not find you. I paged you. Yep. So I don't know if we didn't have our phones <laughs> or what, but I was like, I just, I didn't understand where you had gotten to. I think you went out to the car or no? No, I just was taking a long time because okay. I was really focused. I appreciate that, yeah. babe. I appreciate the uh, intentionality so that's, of that. Uh, so any other traditions? Those are the two that, yeah, the, she mentioned. Those are kind of two big they ones. They are our biggest ones. Yeah. Um, we have and a couple that are- like seasonal traditions. Yeah, like I grew up going to the same 4th of July celebration every year, like basically since I can remember. And so we have adopted that now with our kids. There's a parade on July 3rd, which is like, it's silly, yep. but it, we go and it like, it's so fun to have those memories and see those pictures of like, oh, last year at the parade, Sunny yep. wasn't even walking yep. and this year she is and like things like that. Um, and then we go to the same park on the actual 4th of July. And then go to the fireworks. And go to the and fireworks. Actually, this is the first year you got to take June, which was Which really was exciting. really fun. Uh, There's actually a video of that on our IGTV. Yeah. Her first firework experience, which is so precious. It's so cute. She's like, they're so She's loud. She's like squinting, but They're so in. bright. So that's one. We also have this really tiny farm show in our town. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually kicked <laughs> off today, which is amazing. And what we do that week, so it's Monday through Friday, we don't, eat at home. So we budget that we can eat every meal, lunch and dinner at the yes. farm show all week yeah. long. Um, and so that is a family tradition that we just keep doing and we run into people and see people and it's just really yep. fun. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of too many. Well, other there's a, a very silly one where we realized we were only doing like intense yard work on Halloween. Oh yeah. The day like, of trick or treating. The starts. day of trick or treating. Cause we'd be like, Oh, kids are going to trip over all this stuff. This is we more should of clean a this up. Panic tradition. Yes. Um, but now, but we now do it's every, fun. Yeah. And like, now we know Just that that's like what we're going to do that it. day. Yep. Um, we get our Christmas tree and while we decorate our Christmas tree, we watch one of my favorite Christmas movies, Arthur Christmas. Yep. Um, which I, it's not super like it's people know it, but it's not one of the like, like people are like elf or, you know, they, there's, yeah, there's not ones. like merchandise everywhere. Cause everybody loves but, it. Arthur Christmas is a good oh, Christmas man, it's movie. So it's good. animated. Um, but yeah, it's really good. So those are a few of our family traditions. I, I imagine that as our kids continue to get older and we continue to live in this slower season of life, we will we will make new ones right. and find new ones. And I will absolutely continue to share well, about one, those. Actually, one new one that's sort of kind of come up is you have sleepovers with June. Oh, I do. Yep. Yes. So Brooke has been having, it's probably about once a month it happens. Maybe, Maybe yeah. not even that, where Brooke has a sleepover 
you know, in quotes, with June, which means they just watch a movie on our bed. With the lights out. With the lights out. No different. She watches a movie almost every night, but uh, the lights are out this time. And the lights are out and you guys eat popcorn and then you sleep in the bed together and I sleep in the basement. Last time we had glow sticks. It was very exciting. So that's kind of a new one. And that'll be fun as Sunny grows up and is at that age where she can do that with you. But yeah, family traditions are super important. I know that our friend Jeff Bethke speaks to them a lot and like, how they, you know, develop your family as a team. And he yeah. probably looked into the science of it or whatever, but yeah, just- I'm pretty sure there's an episode of Laura Casey's podcast. Um, where I, she has a guest on who that's all I, I'm blanking on the guest name on the lady's name. That's like all she writes and researches about is the value of family traditions right. and how to come up with them and make them yep. and stick to them and how they can be big yeah. or small. And it's, yeah. it's, and I know it's really good. We also have a friend, Craig, Craig Gross, who has older kids. They're mm. 15 and 13. And they stop doing Christmas gifts yeah. and instead do Christmas experiences, experiences yeah. as sort of a family tradition. And so this last year, they it was always on his wife Jeanette's bucket list to go to Times Square for New Year's Eve. And yeah. so that was their Christmas gift yep. as a family to do that. Um, and so that's kind of a cool idea to kind of adopt sort of experiences. And that's a tradition now that the like, tradition of experiences. Yeah. yeah. Um, instead of just buying gifts. So that's pretty cool. So great question. Love family traditions. And we'd love to know what yours are. Maybe we could steal a few and claim them as our own. (laughs) Hey guys, this is Jessica from Pittsburgh. Um, My question is this. I am a lot like you in that I uh, dream a lot, have lots of business ideas, um, but I'm still trying to find my way, figure out what it is I want to be doing uh, career-wise and just life-wise. and my husband and I just recently found out that I am pregnant with our very first child. And so I was wondering how um, you guys have been parents without losing yourselves in the process. I'm really nervous about um, just kind of being stuck at home with a kid every day and having to give up all of my dreams. Um, so would love your thoughts on that. Uh, love you guys. Thanks. Bye. So first of all, I'd like to say that that's really sort of brave question to ask Jessica. That's a very brave question. Because culturally, I think we are like, oh, you're having a baby. It's going to be the best thing ever. Oh, you know, you'll, you know. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody feels that way. And I think, I think Brooke could speak to this a lot more because I think you can relate to that question yeah. in a really real I'll way. I'll try to speak to this without uh, crying, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, first of all, congratulations. Yes. I, do, I do mean that. Congratulations. Yes. It is so exciting. Babies are a wonderful thing. Families and kids are a wonderful thing. Um, But the question is, how do you enter into that phase of life and not lose yourself and not give up all your dreams? Um, You do not need to give up all your dreams. I will start by saying that. But I will say, for me, from my personal experience, I feel that you kind of do have to lose yourself Mm -hmm. for a while, especially at first, when they're so little and, and it's your first baby. Like... Um, it's like new rhythms. It's new. Everything's new. Mm -hmm. Everything's new. A lot of things feel scary. A lot of things feel unknown. And if you have this expectation, then in those first, say three months, maybe even six months for some babies, you know, depending on the kid, like if you have the expectation that you're not going to lose yourself and feel like a totally different person, I think you'll be disappointed. disappointed. I think you'll carry a lot of guilt. I think there won't be a lot of room for grace. Um, I absolutely felt like I lost myself. those early months for both kids. And the reasons were different. Mm -hmm. Like when you have your second kid, you know, 
you know, like, oh, they're fine. Like, this yeah. is okay. They're crying about that or X, Y, Z. Like, you're maybe you're not so panicked, but you're equally as overwhelmed because now you have two. Um, so I think for me, it was this realization of like, okay, I'm in it. Here, the baby's here. I'm Let's definitely going to lose myself for a while. But then the key is don't stay there. Yep. Don't stay lost. Don't stay frustrated. Frustrated. Don't stay in this in this feeling of like I've given up all my dreams. Yeah. They're I'm gone. Just, They've been gone a, for three months or six months. And so they'll always be gone. Right. Because that's just not true. Like yep. find your way of climbing out of it, fighting your way out of it. And maybe, maybe it'll be a graceful walk out of it. Like some people, I feel like they're clawing to get out and other people I think are able to kind of walk out of that, those early month seasons very easily. Um, just loads and loads and loads of grace Mm -hmm. towards yourself, towards your body, towards your thoughts, towards your dreams, towards Mm -hmm. your spouse, towards your everybody, um, primarily yourself. Cause it is, it's a, it can be just, right. I mean, everything changes yeah. and it's wonderful. And like, yeah. so soon you'll look back and be like, how did we ever not have this kid? This yeah. is the best thing ever. It's amazing. I don't even remember before. Yeah. Um, and, and I would say that's so good, Brooke. First of all, let me acknowledge that. Happy birthday. You're crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say that I think one thing that your kids can do for you is amplify your dreams Mm, um, and make you realize the ones that really matter to you and the ones that are really important because your time is now going to go to them. A lot of your time, a lot of your free time, a lot of your energy and emotional energy will go to raising your children. Yeah. And some people that's their dream is just to raise kids. And so they kind of walk into that as they walk into parenthood and that's amazing. And, and I had a dream, you know, my dream is being a dad like, and playing with my kids and having fun. And that was one of my dreams. And so an element of that is coming to fruition. And I'm sure that's true for you too, that an element of one of your dreams of being a mom is coming to fruition. So acknowledge that and know that that's part of it. Um, and then the other thing is like, I think kids amplify your dreams and make you realize what matters most. And that like some of these smaller little things that you thought you really wanted in life kind of fall by the wayside Mm -hmm. when you realize that like, Oh no, that's not what I want. What I want is this. And what I, you know, what I dream about actually is this. Um, and kids will bring that to the forefront in a way that sort of, helps you get super focused on those things. And so I think that they amplify it after this difficult season of being like, Oh, I can't do anything else, but just sort of sleep survive, and and survive and, you know, understand what this kid needs. And And I don't say any of that to like scare you that it's going to be difficult or anything. But like, I just think if you have the expectation that like, nothing's really going to change except now you're going to have a baby. Like you're crazy, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. And yeah. And so it it is hard, but it's, but it's so good. You know, the other thing is like your kids are just, they just become the light of your life and they open up aspects of your heart and places that you never knew existed. And they make you love your spouse in a new way. And so, I would maybe one of the, like a practical thing that you could do is like, as you guys step into this together, that you could ask your husband and say, Hey, you know, I know these first X amount of months are going to be difficult. Would you in a year or in eight what, months whatever. or yeah. like make Three up, months, five bring months. up a time, just be like, I want you to ask me about something that I really want to do. 
so yeah. that it can so that it can bring it back into my yes, mind and remind me, me of the things that I want to pursue and the things Absolutely. I want to do. I mean, with Sunny, we kind of committed to six months yeah. of Brooke just not working and just being done, which was helpful up front to know, like, like okay. okay, I don't need to participate. I can just focus yep. on these yep. kids and raise these kids. And then after those six months over, I knew we'd have a conversation. Yeah, the like, conversation what does that look like happened. Of what are we going to do? And that led to bigger conversations. <laughs> and now it led to this whole new lifestyle. Yeah. And I honestly don't know if that would have happened if walk and love would have come become what it is without those six months off. Oh, I would agree with that. Yeah. And so there's, so there, the yeah. So there's some, so some practical ways that I think you could pursue your dreams right. after yeah. the season of yeah. no sleep or ask and, your best friend yeah. or your, if, yeah. if, 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 if say your spouse isn't that person, which yeah. I would hope they are, but yeah. maybe also ask your best friend or your mom or whoever to like check in on you and not just be like, how are you doing? Do you need a meal? Like, you know, check in on you later whenever you designate that time to right. be of like, how are you? Yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. What is childcare or X, Y, Z going to look like for you, you Mm -hmm. know, moving forward now. Um, but that's a really great question and I applaud you for asking that. That's really cool. And I think just by asking it, I think you're already (laughs) sort of a step ahead of maybe others. Hey, Brooke and TJ, it's your friend, Tony in Montana. Come see me. Anyway, that's not my question. My question for you is you guys are pros at engaging your audience on social media. Can you give us some of your tips on how you stay engaged without getting distracted, without letting it suck the life out of you and taking over your personal and family time? Love to hear how you guys do it. Help us out. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I love that that's becoming a thing. makes you so happy. I love you. Bye. Okay, I love you. Bye. Um, I, I, but, uh, uh, you, uh, I'll go real quick. Okay. Maybe we're going to say the same thing. <laughs> there are some like very, very practical things. Like we do try to batch create content. We do use scheduling apps like later, you know, from time to time, a little less now that we're mm-hmm. not quite so content heavy. So there are like really great practical things, content calendar, things like that. But all that aside, I think the main thing is that we're just, we're ourselves and we, we really try to keep that at the front of what we do. And we remind each other of that. And because we are totally ourselves and authentic, (laughs) which is an overused word, um, we have to do way less work Yep. because I'm not trying to be anything else. I'm not trying to (laughs) say anything else or do anything else. Like it just, it takes way less time and it's easier to check out from it and go, I'm done for the day. I did. I said my thing. I did my thing. And like, that is enough. Yeah. And I think this year really has been sort of like, honestly, I wouldn't say early on I was good at this. You know, this Mm -hmm. has taken practice to become more authentic and more engaging in a real way, because I think I used to like, uh, you know, for the longest time, I just wanted to be Internet famous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I but now I I honestly for real can say that I could care less, you know, couldn't care care less. (laughs) I'm the worst. Um, and so that, that definitely is the the main thing is like, we try to just be fully ourselves because what social media wants to do is it wants to tell you to be like the people who are getting engaged with. So like, yeah, specifically Instagram, currently, yeah, for, I'll speak to Instagram, like currently the trend on Instagram is to write these super long captions and be like, all right, listen up ladies, I'm talking to the girls here. And like, and so everyone's doing that. And so you feel this pull 
to do that because that's what everyone's doing. That's what's working. Yeah. And if that's not you, some people that is who they are. They are oh, these absolutely. people that are like, listen up ladies, let's get, you know, like, yes. And, and, and we know some of those people and they're, they're the good same at way it in person. and they're the yeah. same way in person. But if that's not how you are, it's going to be very difficult to do that and to be authentic and yeah. to be, you know, that way, because yeah. that's not who you are. And that's not who we are all the time. Sometimes we do have a lot to say and we'll write a long paragraph caption yeah. and that will be part of it. But that's but not because we actually have something to yeah. say. <laughs> and that's really the lesson we've learned this year is like, we're not going to say something unless we have something to say. And that's really been helpful. And sometimes what we have to say is totally cheesy and funny and dumb yeah. and like, but that's what we want to say. And that's what we have to say. And we think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that doesn't necessarily mean it always has to be serious and deep and long and all that kind of stuff. Like currently right now, all my Instagram captions for my personal account are like, I love my kids. I love my daughter. I love chicken wings. I love my wife. Like that's just <laughs> the way that I am. Yeah. You are placed after chicken wings, but you make the chicken wings. I, so that's part that's of true. you. I'll take it. Um, Have a but birthday, I think our goal, our main goal for Brooke and I is that if you met us in real life, if you ran into us at Target or Starbucks or, you know, the in only, air, two, places the only two places we've ever been, occasionally Ikea, that you would, <laughs> uh, and you know, if we had a meal together or whatever, yeah. that you would think, man, these two people are the people that they portray online. We never want to put a foot forward that we wouldn't put forward in real life. Yeah. Um, and I think by, cause do, we've, we've, we've had that. We've, we've done met that. Yeah. Internet people yeah. that we are friends with, or even just follow. And I'm like, Ooh, you are, like, you are not, not the same person. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It Yikes. just, it causes this like, yeah. It, like I'm literally stepping and back so, from the so microphone. To me, you're just to like, think oh. of that internally. If I was always trying to put this persona up front online, I think that would just wear me out, make me feel distracted, make me feel exhausted and make me feel less authentic. And, you know, and, and I know that word is overused, but like, we really try to pursue that in a, and, and, and attach it to real life. Yeah. Like we want to be authentic here so that when you meet us in real life, we are, we are the same person. You see the same stuff there that you see here. Yeah. So, and for me, a way a way that I do that. Cause I'm more, my hangups would be more visual, like, because I'm a more visual person. Yep. And I, I do a lot of our, our graphics and our photos and like things like that. Like I have to remind myself to be authentic in that. And like, sure, there's, there's a time and a place to like move the laundry basket out of the back of the photo. Like yep. I'm all about great photography, yep. but like, but that is not, you. but not every, that is me. That actually is right. me being authentic. Cause I love creating great images, but like, I certainly don't do that for every Instagram story. Right. Yeah. Like that, so yeah, so that's exhausting. I think the main <laughs> thing is like it, it try to practice being the person online that people would meet in real life. Mm-hmm. And I think that will make everything you do more engaging and more interesting. And should hopefully take less time yeah. because you're already doing it. Great question, Tony. And yes, we want to visit Montana. We've heard to come in the summer though, because I think winter already started for you guys. <laughs> Hi, TJ and Brooke. My fiance and I are getting married in a little over a month, and we were wondering if you have any tips about the best way to transition to living with one another, um, because we don't live with each other now. So just wondering if you have any tips for us. Thanks. Well, I I mean, I love this question because, you know, Brooke had to, you know, Brooke moved in with the greatest roommate of all time. (laughs) Who doesn't <laughs> do anything annoying right. or have any weird quirks. No flaws, nothing. Nothing. So yeah. I'll let, 
So maybe I should answer because yeah. you are way mm. more difficult to live with. That makes sense. <laughs> but seriously, but seriously okay, I'll talk. Good. No, just kidding. Um, but seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm losing track of the question. Oh, yes. Yeah, so as always, as always, we always talk yep. about expectations. And I think that's huge to like, you know, and if you're doing any sort of like premarital class or book or counseling, they kind of walk you through yep. that too. Like simple things like who's going to mow the lawn, who's going to take the yep. trash out, who's responsible for dinner every night or every other night. Like talk about some of those things up front, because honestly, I think that's what a lot of people fight over, fight over and argue about is like very basic daily life. Yep. Let's keep, you know, let's take care of a family yep. and a home type things. Um, but, but I will say yeah. <laughs> when you're newly married, like it is awesome to talk about those things, but goodness don't, gracious, don't overdo don't it. Don't kill them. Don't over. Yeah. Don't, don't beat be the dead so horse. exactly. Don't be like so rigorous or scheduled or whatever that you lose the fun of like, you just got married yeah, and you're you moving together. together. And like, other than your job, you have to be roommates and have sex together. It's awesome. <laughs> you probably don't <laughs> have much else to be doing. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's putting words in their mouth, but right. like, just enjoy just live it. in the yeah, season that it is because it. it's not going to be that forever. Yeah. And so, yeah, make your home. Have conversations about expectations, but make sure those conversations are lighthearted and fun and not filled with like deep, dark sorrow and sadness, which I think some people can do. Yeah. And then just enjoy it. I mean, yeah. it was so fun. We lived in that small basement apartment. Yep. It was so fun. It was. We used to like work out and do all sorts of things. <laughs> now we're wah, old and wah. fat. I'm 33, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Woof. Uh, yeah, that's great. Good question. Thank you very much. Well, I have about 100 questions for the two of you, but um, I guess if I had to narrow it down to one, it would be what is your number one piece of advice to married couples as they are about to transition into um, trying to have a baby or parenthood? Um, like what are your tips, tricks, must-dos, any of those kinds of things? So this is a similar question just a little bit later in life, although some people get married and have kids right away, so you might be heading into both of those seasons. Yeah, um, very possible. You know, and again, similar to that answer is, you know, understanding what's coming having the correct expectations, not having the Instagram expectations of like, we're going to have a baby and we're just going to take a bunch of cute photos and it's going to be super easy. Yeah. And you know, in a beautiful swaddle yeah. and I'm going to wear my sling and yeah. I'm going to be at the market. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you do that, great. But yeah. Good luck. <laughs> but I think, I think one phrase that we use in our lives a lot that was given to us by a sermon by Levi Lesko mm. is called Grace Grace. And it's all about, and I'll link to the sermon in the show notes. So good. It's all about being spiritual early adopters of what's to come. And so like giving grace even before grace is Speaking needed. Speaking grace, yep. grace over a situation or a season. Knowing that it's going to be difficult, but you know that God is in control. And so like that early season there. of having kids and we just talked about it, losing yourself and mm. being, you know, down on the way you look and the way you feel and, right. and the energy that you have and how your brain stopped working all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and just like having grace for yourself. And then as a husband, having grace for your wife, because let's be real, it is 150 million times more difficult because for your, for the mom, yeah, you know, they had to give the baby, they had to deliver the baby. 
They had to change their body. They have to let it suck on their nipples. Like there's just a lot going <laughs> on, our, on there. On our pickles. You know, uh, <laughs> our pickles, clarification. Yeah, yeah. If you watch our Instagram stories, you'll understand that. Um, <laughs> but, and so like, just for me to be able to give Brooke a lot of grace and to step up and take charge and of other areas of the house or yeah. the, our world that she once used to take charge of, like I need to step in and I need to understand that I'm doing that out of love, out of a deep love for her and not out of like, uh, you know, not with frustration, not with, right. You know, you're not keeping up speaking yeah. out under my breath. And just like, that is just let grace abound and abound in your house as you enter being parents, because it is difficult and it is hard and it is sometimes just the worst, <laughs> but it's also always the best. And that's, and we've, we've actually yeah. talked about that, about how, how a lot of difficult seasons or, or good seasons can be both. And yeah. it can, a lit, one literal moment can literally be the worst and the best yeah. at the same time. And to hold both things in your hands with open hands and recognize both in that situation is so valuable Yes, to your health and your I family. I have this memory when June was first born, my parents were coming over for the first time. We, oh yeah. She was little, 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 three weeks, maybe. Oh no, like days. Really? I think I was standing up though. I was on bed rest for two weeks. And it doesn't matter. Anyways. They were coming they over. They were coming over. She was I, tiny. Yeah, she was tiny. They were bringing, I think they were bringing my grandfather with him. And mm-hmm. he, so yeah, maybe it was a couple of weeks. And they had just walked in. I could hear him downstairs. And I was changing June's <laughs> diaper. And she projectile pooped into my hand the force of like a super soaker squirt gun. It was like, like TMI, but like orange. Yeah. And I, poop. all I could think of was this is the grossest thing I've ever done. I'm catching this poop in my hand. Wait, and you're not a person who can no, handle I'm that kind of like I'm not a bodily sticky. fluid person, but I've gotten better because kids force you to do that. But I'm both grossed out. And then I'm laughing because I am, she's in the pack and play. And I'm like, if my hand is in here, this is going through the mesh of the packing play <laughs> and expanding onto our bed. Yes. And so that is a both. And this yeah. is both the grossest thing. And I'm very grateful that my hand is here yeah. to prevent poopocalypse from happening in our bedroom through the mesh. Yes. And so Understand, like just knowing that and, and being on the same page in that, like we were yeah. definitely more on the same page with Sonny because we knew what to expect, yes. but trying to be realistic, uh, that's, that is so helpful. It is. And it will just uh, allow you guys to love each other better um, when grace abounds. And I would listen to that sermon, Grace, Grace mm, by grace, Levi grace. Lesko to just kind of have that phraseology for that time of life. Phraseology, is that I mean, a real word? I think it is. It is now. Happy birthday, babe. <laughs> I've made Any it. final thoughts on, uh, for your birthday? Birthday podcast? Oh, man. Uh, go buy Put, t-shirts. Putting me on the spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not my strong suit. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Go buy t-shirts. Yeah. Got two great designs. They're so good. Yep. We picked them very intentionally. They mean a lot to me. Um, and they're like, they're just amazing shirts themselves. Do you want to throw out a discount code for the podcast? Oh, yes. How about... Ooh, is pickles too much? I don't no, know. pickles is good. <laughs> For 15? 15. 15% off. Use, use the, the code pickles. pickles. Oh my gosh, it's I'm amazing. so happy about this right now. Um, and happy yeah, thank pickles. you. That's that's it. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you for asking the questions. Yes. We, uh, we so appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave a review. That always helps the podcast kind of rise in the charts. Yeah. And I think that's it. One, two, three. Okay, okay I, love I love you. Bye. Bye. Well done, babe.